0: ba
1: Hello, club members. I'm Kate, and I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And I'm Chris, and I'm also sorry.
1: <laughs> we're um, we've been dealing with a bit of a, a life change. We're both we're both doctors, yay!
0: Woo, Woo! Doctors, doctors! This is no longer a podcast about two fourth-year vet students. Oh
1: my god, you're right! This is right. now
0: a podcast of two freshly minted veterinarians. Yes,
1: that would be us.
0: That's us. We're veterinarians now. That's Isn't all. Isn't that that's weird? Changed. It's so. weird. That makes weird. this podcast all the weirder, actually.
1: Dr. Kate and Dr. Chris.
0: Dr. are Kate, in Dr. Dr. the building, Chris.
1: only not literally because we're in, um, oh, but we're in the same time zone now.
0: We are in the, tam- we are recording this at the same time.
1: It is 7.40 p.m. here hours and also there. <laughs> Yay. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't have to record oh at 11 p.m. anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> <It's> great.
0: <laughs> but things are crazy. Yeah. I just moved across the country, drove 3,000 miles and that was something. Mm-hmm. Started my new internship. Kate just started her new job Woo. in Raleigh. Um, so basically that's why it's been a month.
1: It's been <laughs> a month. It's been a long time, and uh, yeah, but we're here and we want to get back into it. We don't want to stop this.
0: Yeah, we don't. We don't want. We don't want to let this funny little family die. No, so
1: exactly. We're gonna
0: keep going even though things are kind of cray cray. Yes, um, and they're gonna be a little weird for a little while, but it will. We're be. making it happen, and we're also sorry that. In our last episode, we said that this was going to be our 25th episode, and so we wanted to celebrate it by doing the Babadook. That was
1: that was poor math.
0: Full lie. <laughs> this is the 26th episode, but we're still celebrating it by doing the number
1: 26.
0: Woo! Woo! The, it's a better number, honestly.
1: It, so. it it is not, but it's okay. No ragrets. <laughs> it's okay. It's um, if this is your first time listening in, um, welcome. We are the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. And our Ooh, whole that thing, is that is us. So you're in the club by listening to this. And what welcome. we do, welcome. We just talk about a different horror movie every single week. <laughs> okay, that seems a bit <laughs> generous. <laughs>
0: every now and then there's a month in between. but
1: <laughs> We're trying to do it weekly or at least biweekly. weekly But we, mm-hmm. we watch a lot of horror movies and then we talk about them, um, everything from like the story, obviously, but also we dig deeper into behind the scenes of production and fun trivia and things like that.
0: Right. And if it wasn't weird enough that it's two veterinarians talking about horror movies, we spiced it up a little bit more by making it so Kate loves horror films and I fucking despise them. (laughs) He does
1: not like them. Which makes for a fun conversation.
0: But so if you if you're one of those people who doesn't like horror films, but you want to be in the loop about what's going on when your friends are talking about that new scary movie that they all saw. If you don't want to seem like a coward. We got you yeah. because we will tell you what you need to know f- about the movie and I will commiserate with you about how 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 upset I was about
1: it <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of every episode we have a big um, online ranking a big scoreboard on our tumblr and we argue about where we're going to place it and lately we've been agreeing
0: lately we've yeah we've been actually pretty on top of it so yes. we'll see how long we can keep that going
1: oh okay well we'll see so yeah <laughs> anyway welcome again. We are the Nightlight Horror Movie Club and we do have spoilers in every episode. You have been officially warned. We don't hold back.
0: We we will tell we were we will spoil everything. So yes. ye, beware, ye who enter here. Yes.
1: And what are we talking about today, Chris?
0: We are talking about The Babadook. Duck. Yes. Which if you haven't heard about it, where have you been? Um really? <laughs> It's an us Aust- so Kate writes it as an Australian sleeper hit. I have no idea what that means.
1: It was w- <laughs> It is. So this was um this movie wasn't popular when it first came out. So it's from Australia. Oh, that's what that means. Yes. So it's from it Australia. Sleep, it was And now it's awake. <laughs> we are all woke because of the Baba Duck. It's all gonna oh tie gosh. in with um the gay icon of the Baba Duck later. Yes, but it which was- we will be talking <laughs> oh, about. Oh absolutely. Happy Pride, everyone. Oh my Happy god. Pride- today oh, yeah. it's
0: World Pride.
1: Happy Pride. Um Woo. we have literally Today is the last day of Pride because it's June 30th. It is. It is. It is. All of those um, companies are going to be silent over gay issues. Yeah, they no for longer <laughs> care about
0: gay people. <laughs>
1: for July the next 1st, like, and we're
0: done. <laughs> Have your regular colored Oreos again, people.
1: So, this episode, we're going to be talking about stabbing special effects, depression, unlikely gay icons, and more. Wow. Much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a teaser line. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so we usually start things off by arbitrarily categorizing these movies into a obscure genre that's not just horror.
1: I.e. corn so horror.
0: Corn horror. Hair horror. Hair horror. Um, so, Kate, where, I- where is the Babadook?
1: Gay horror.
0: Gay horror, everyone.
1: Yes. For Pride Month, we picked
0: For Pride totally month, intentional. We- oh, my God. We... <laughs> <laughs> We meant to do this a month ago, but it's so much better it's, than now that we're doing it on the last that's day That's why
1: Friday. it happened. Totally intentional. That's why we did this. Yeah. It was
0: so intentional. Oh, my God. So,
1: again, why this is called a sleeper hit. This movie came out in 2016 in Australia. Um, it was... Apparently, Australia doesn't like Australian movies. Like, they're not very supportive of their artists. And so people I just... thought it
0: came out in 2014.
1: Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it came out in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> I did my research so well
0: it's we did our research a month ago, a so. month ago
1: so that might be it it came out in 2014 in australia and then it probably didn't go to sundance in the u.s yeah until and that's right
0: that's exactly right
1: yeah so it it came out and no one really cared about it and no one liked it actually it got no some, one liked it. it got some pretty bad reviews and then it came to the u.s and obviously exploded and took over everybody's lives right um i actually have an apron shout out to um ariana I got an apron that says the Baba Cook on it. So it's a little Baba Cook with a spatula. So Baba Cook oh has truly invaded our lives in the best way possible.
0: It so has.
1: Um, it's written and directed by Jennifer Kent. This is actually, which is really exciting because we don't have many female directors or writers in horror. No, at and all. she's a
0: total badass. Oh,
1: she's amazing. And she directs and writes, which is super, super cool. And mm-hmm. we had talked about her before. I don't know if you remember, whenever we did Raw. The director of Raw, Julia Ducournau, she mm-hmm. listed Kent as one of her inspirations. Oh, wow. Which is really cool.
0: That is cool. And she's also, I mean, we'll get to it, but she's also like a really ethical um, horror director, which we found in this podcast that that's kind of rare. Ethical. <laughs> like like she's a good person about oh, it. Oh, no, yeah. Like she doesn't yeah. just traumatize children because she feels like it's okay. Yes,
1: Literally the opposite of pretty much every director we've spoken with. <laughs>
0: every other one.
1: <laughs> spoken about.
0: Except for The Shining, I guess. They did okay.
1: Yeah, but I would not Just call him, Stanley though. Kubrick an ethical director. No, 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 no. I don't think anybody would.
0: He's like, okay, protect the child. Abuse the actress. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I'm a good man.
1: Everyone was taken care of in this movie. Also, um, Kent is actually best friends with the lead actress, which is Essie Davis. They're like oh, funny. BFFs IRL, which is really cool.
0: Well, apparently they went to, like, drama school together or something.
1: Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. That's so, like... I don't
0: know if it was drama school, but they went to, like, they went to school together.
1: Tina Fey and Amy Poehler kind of thing. I like that.
0: Exactly.
1: That's really cute. So, she... Essie Davis... Or is it Davis or Davies? Essie Davis. She's um, actually pretty popular. I tried to look through her filmography, and I'm sure she's great. I don't know any of these things. The only thing that I know her from is from Game of Thrones, because she was Lady Crane for a couple of episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you seen Game of Thrones?
0: Um, I've seen some of the first season. And I understand that the last season was very upsetting to people. So. Yeah,
1: we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to just leave that as it happens. All right. We're not going to spoil the Game of Thrones <laughs> no, here. Not here. Um, so the budget for this movie, because I'm always obsessed with the numbers. Oh, let though, me
0: guess. Real low.
1: Guess. Uh, go ahead and guess a number.
0: $4. <laughs> a little higher. How much does a top hat cost these days?
1: <laughs> it was um, it was a very expensive top hat. It was 2 million dollars was their full budget.
0: Okay. I that's probably more than I thought it would be, but still pretty low all things considered.
1: It's it's very low for if you consider what Oh god, what was like Avengers? It was like 80 Oh
0: my god. But is that really terrible?
1: <laughs> but it's kind of interesting. But I mean how- like
0: compared to the Avengers, like <laughs> a major blockbuster film before it even premiered.
1: I just think it's interesting how you can have two equally good. Okay, this is better than Avengers. I don't know why I'm comparing it to the Avengers.
0: Why are we doing that? I don't this know. Is not an Avengers. This got out
1: of hand. This is whatever I want it to be, but okay, it's an awesome movie and it had like such an impact. Um, in the not really in Australia, in the U.S. and the U.K. <laughs> definitely had an impact, and it's like two million dollars, and so I think that's really really cool. But so get, how much does they make? Okay, that's what I was gonna say. So in Australia. They got two hundred eighty thousand dollars. Oh, which is really—that's
0: very sad. It's
1: really sad. And then worldwide, they got seven point five million, which okay. it isn't like it's respectable, but it's it's kind of like raw, where it wasn't like this big blockbuster movie. Right. It, it kind of secretly became popular after Sundance, very popular in Sundance, and then everyone started freaking out in the U.S. and in Europe and shaming Australia for really not realizing what they had which I think is an appropriate response.
0: Right. Well, and I we'll get to it. No, let's talk let's just talk about it now because I honestly think the queer community is the reason this movie did well. Because Okay. Well, actually, I think a singular very now fired intern at Netflix. He got fired? She got fired? Mo- I, I assume
1: Probably. <laughs>
0: probably um is the reason this movie did so well. Because... So the reason, if you don't already know, why the Babadook is a gay icon is because Netflix accidentally put it under the LGBTQ <laughs> section, which is so funny. It's because, really funny. But then people like... Embraced Went it. off with it. They just embraced it. And they came... Like, the, all these, like, interpretations of why the Babadook actually was gay. And he made, like, a... um like a fake sort of like impromptu um, cameo on RuPaul. <laughs> like it became this huge thing. And like you can buy t-shirts and buttons. And I can't tell you how many Babadook like covered in rainbows I saw. Oh, a time. pride pride. Like oh it's, yeah. It's ridiculous. And it's all because someone on Netflix just like, oops.
1: <laughs> I love there's this um, kind of running thought that is run rampant on like Deviant art, so brace yourself if you go in there. But the Boba Duck's boyfriend is Pennywise, they're dating,
0: so I hate that.
1: <laughs> and I, I love so There's that a reason, there's just, a reason I hate that. Why do you hate that?
0: <laughs> okay, so the Boba Duck, like one of the in first interpretations that came out about him being a genuinely gay is because, first of all, he's a drama queen as fuck, right? Like, <laughs> right. he's like. I could just torment this family, but instead I'm going to make a little pop-up book about myself, <laughs> <laughs> write poetry, like write slam poetry about myself and just leave it at their doorstep. So that's, that's very, that's only a gay man would do that. Second, the fact that he's like the manifestation of this family's depression. Like I have never met a mentally stable queer person. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> Not
0: once in my life. If And if you're out there, Mentally stable queer people, tell me how to be you. <laughs>
1: <'Cause> <laughs> Send us advice. Cannot
0: relate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you, but I can't relate. There, so.
1: there was um, a quote. I actually have it here. It was from a writer at the LA Times, and she, she gave her little explanation. She says, mm-hmm. the Babadook is creative and a distinctive dresser. <laughs> Instead of living in a proverbial closet, he lives in a literal basement. He exists in a half acknowledged state by the other people in his house. The family is afraid of what he is, but he finds a way to accept. No, they find a way to accept him over time.
0: Right. So he's he's overtly gay. Sure. Whereas Pennywise is a demon creature from another dimension who preys on children. I mean, and do I really want the duck to be dating a pedophile No.
1: There's a lot of not great things about the Babadook. Let's just be clear here.
0: Oh, the Babadook's not a good guy.
1: No, No, he's not. (laughs) Correct.
0: Overtly gay, but you can be a bad person and gay at the same time. But I just don't like the idea of associating it with Pennywise, because I think Pennywise is worse.
1: I'm okay with it because I am horrified of Pennywise, and I'm horrified of clowns. And so that really waters it all down for me and makes it safe. So I'm fine with it.
0: So, you're watching him and you're like, oh, you're terrifying, but you're dating the Babadook. So oh, how that's scary cute. Could
1: you, be? <laughs> you can't be that bad.
0: Okay. that's okay. I can I can accept it as your coping mechanism.
1: And if you don't want to accept the obvious interpretation of the Babadook as a gay icon, you can go with um, another interpretation, which some people prefer, which is that the Babadook is a symbol for depression. Right. Which is, I which mean, we don't even need to which talk about Probably
0: just, what. Was intended. I
1: mean, that's probably (laughs) what she was going for.
0: Probably. But she did make statements that she was, like, fully in support of him being a gay icon. Which
1: I love, and it just makes me love her all the more. All the more. Like, she could have been, like, for example, there's this one video game creator named Jonathan Blow, and he made this really cool video game called Braid. And Mm -hmm. he wanted people to like it for, like, this super intricate and kind of um, convoluted story Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's and it's a really beautiful game but people didn't like it for that they just liked it for the really cool game mechanics and instead of being like okay people really like it it's like the number one game selling on steam right now and it's my little indie game he like was on every single forum and like youtube posts and like explaining things and explaining <laughs> how and that's just how you divide up your fan base so the fact that That she just, Jennifer can't just like embrace this full Mm -hmm. on and was like totes, love it, let's go with it.
0: Love it, make him queer. Yeah, on this thing that she
1: obviously had a very specific idea for. (laughs) I I love it. I really respect her for it.
0: I do respect her for that. And I love that you bring up video games. um, Oh, we have a segue. We should point out now that essentially the entire soundtrack for this film is actually just video games.
1: (laughs) I read that, but I didn't hear it when I was watching it.
0: No, I didn't really pick up on it. but So basically, sound effects in this movie came from Warcraft 2, like multiple Warcraft games. They came from this really esoteric sort of old um, game called UFO Enemy Unknown, which I had never heard of. Never heard of that. Um, there's bits from Mortal Kombat 3 in there. Sure. Um, and then there's also um, Resident Evil, like the PlayStation 1 Resident Evil sound effects of like some sort of horrible like dinosaur m- noise or something and no the dinosaur noise came from warcraft and that's what the babadook makes his like screaming sound It's just a dinosaur from or a dragon from warcraft
1: are all of these noises just babadook noises or I is it like so. in the music and stuff
0: it's in the music too like especially in the intense scenes it's just like blurbs and like repeated segments of video game soundtracks
1: that's really cool
0: I mean, what a way to save a budget. Yeah. It's kind of like, what was it? What was that movie that did that? Um It was the Christmas one.
1: Well, that was that not so si-
0: silent night or
1: whatever. Silent Night, Deadly night? Hi- night, they, they night. They hired a composer for that movie.
0: Yeah. But wasn't it just like a synth?
1: Yeah. It was just him sitting in front of his TV with a synth. <laughs> <laughs> Composing music. Oh, and you can buy that soundtrack, which don't even make a Christmas list because I know what I'm getting you.
0: Oh, okay, good. Thank
1: you. <laughs> You're so welcome. But we but we digress. So, I want to talk about... Okay, well, first of all, i want to go back to Jennifer Kent's original meaning for this movie, yes. which, as you might have guessed, was like grief and depression. So, right. the whole point of this movie, the whole story follows this woman who tragically lost her husband in a car accident for which she feels responsible because it was him driving her to the hospital to have her baby, and... So it's her dealing with this unresolved grief and depression and guilt. And right. so this was actually a short film before it was a movie. It was a short film called Monster.
0: Yeah. And her mm-hmm. whole
1: point of it was like grief taking on a very ugly emotional manifestation, like a physical manifestation, and physicalizing this depression and grief and self-loathing into this single big bad, the single boogeyman. Mm-hmm. And so she, and it, apparently, I haven't seen the short film, but... People really liked it. She obviously took really liked it, and she just thought, well, the name's a little bit on the nose. It's called Monster, so she liked the Babadook better, so she went with the Babadook. Right. And there's a reason it's the Babadook, actually. Do you tell. Um, she chose it because it's an offshoot of a Serbian word, which is, I have it written here, Babaroga, and that means boogeyman.
0: Oh, right, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And t- as a total coincidence, th- there's a Hebrew translation. It's really, really rough, but it means he is coming for sure, which is kind of cool.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I saw that. And it is a super rough.
1: <laughs> rough, yeah.
0: <laughs> but like, you know. But it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. And I I also heard that she just wanted it to be like a sillier name than.
1: <laughs> I like it. It's so, it sounds almost like Boogeyman, but it's not. And I like
0: yeah, it. Yeah, it does. And I also love that. So, I mean, this is it came from a short film that she made Mm -hmm. but she's also vowed to never make a sequel to this movie and she refuses to sell the rights to it and she said um quote i will never allow any sequel to be made because it's just not that kind of film i don't care how much i'm offered it's just not going to happen unquote and i just think i really respect that because a sequel would ruin this movie
1: she could totally go full toy story and just Run this into the ground. I cannot believe they're
0: making another Toy Story. Have you seen it yet? The third one was such a good ending. Like, they did not need to do that.
1: Well, they kept going. Oh, God. (laughs) They they might continue. Who knows? But Jennifer Kent's not doing that. And I'm very, very proud of her. Very proud. And going off of what you mentioned earlier, you were talking about how she is like an ethical director and she protected her child actor. Mm -hmm. So we should talk about that. We should talk about Noah Wiseman.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: So I don't know if you had read, I'm sure you did. Uh, He actually was not present for most of his scary scenes. Right, yeah. Yeah, so she's not in it. So and Stanley Kubrick, who is, again, not ethical director, we are not saying that, we do not like him.
0: No, we don't. He
1: at least shielded Danny from most of The Shining.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But through creative ways like using a dummy or just creative angles or just only having him in the shot and then filming separately with the adults. And so mm-hmm. she had to find a way to film these abusive scenes, these really scary abusive scenes, without permanently traumatizing um, a six-year-old.
0: Right. Yeah. Because the mom, like, really goes at him. Yeah. At, at certain points.
1: That scene where she's, like, like on top of him almost and just, like, screaming at him. And it's just this really long shot. It's really harrowing. But it might make mm-hmm. you feel a little bit better to know that that's not him in that shot. That's not even a different child. That's an adult stand-in. On their knees, filmed from the back. I love that. Which is, it's it's great. It works. You can't tell. I didn't notice anything at all.
0: Well, and I and I just love it because I I always, I always get concerned about kids being in horror films. Like of I'm course. just always thinking, like, what is this gonna do to them when they grow up?
1: That's how I feel about kids in films. Period. Y-
0: yeah. Or just <laughs> kids who are famous yeah. at all. Like all those Disney Channel kids. Oh Ooh. yeah. Not all of those turned out great.
1: I know Nick and I were talking about this yesterday. We came up with Justin Timberlake and Ryan Gosling. But honestly, I don't know what they're up to.
0: And I Justin hope definitely okay. had a rough patch.
1: Oh, he did. That's true.
0: Like hardcore.
1: He did. I'm
0: proud of but him. But he's better now.
1: Well, she also can't didn't cuz like if you try to explain this movie to a 6-year-old, I'm sure it's very confusing and dark and mm-hmm. terrifying. So she kind of sugarcoated it. And said, oh, well, basically, Sam is trying to save his mother. And so it's a film about the power of love. Which is true.
0: That also explains, throughout the movie, he's super adamant about trying to save his mom from this creature. And the character builds all these weapons, which is super scary. Terrifying. In and of itself. But it makes sense that if he thinks that that's all the movie is about, like, that explains why he was so, like, invested. Yeah. In that. Like, aspect of his character.
1: Because he he, th- he sees himself as he's the hero. Right. Which he totally is. Kind of. Kind? No, he totally is.
0: I, yes, in a way. Like, he draws his mom out of her funk. But I think she's equally the hero because she learns to get control of her, you know, depression. Sure. Of, of the Babadook. Sure. We're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, though. I guess you're right. But...
1: Another fun fact, uh, Noah Wiseman, who's the little boy who was in this movie, his father is actually a child psychologist, which is just...
0: Oh, that's just perfect. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just perfect.
0: <laughs> that's ideal.
1: And he was he was selected. So obviously, there was a ton of kids who wanted to be in a movie in Australia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he was selected because of his innocence and also because he was a really good actor. Because originally, Kent was only auditioning older kids because they she wanted them to be able to portray the grave content and... Mm-hmm. She didn't want to, like, traumatize a kid also. But then she auditioned Noah, and he was just so, like, genuine and innocent. And she was, like, that one, even though he's six. And so she went with it. And I think it was a great choice. I thought he was phenomenal.
0: I I do think he did really well, especially for his age. I think there's definitely parts where I'm like, okay, you're a child actor. (laughs) But then there's other parts where I'm like, oh, my God, what did they tell you to convince you to do that? Like, when he's in the backseat of the car and he just starts screaming and his face gets all mangled, I'm like, oh, what was your motivation? Like, what's going through this kid's head? I don't know. That's sometimes Especially that's what Especially if kids he doesn't like. know it's a horror film.
1: Kids just do that sometimes. They could, yeah. like, not have a shoe or something. <laughs> just have a meltdown. Perfect. We should talk about the movie.
0: We should talk about it a little bit. but a little Before bit. we talk about the full plot, I just want to mention how other people felt about it.
1: Oh, yes. Please tell me.
0: So you should know. IMDb, the... Go-to for all movie information. However, they're not always correct. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't even think this is a full movie. Is it below a 7? It's 6.8. That's rude. It's almost a movie.
1: That's disrespectful.
0: But it's not a movie.
1: What did they know?
0: The Rotten Tomatoes does better. um, But it's kind of interesting because the critics give it a 98%. Good. Which, holy crap. That that's is so really good for any movie, and that's so good for a for a horror film. Audiences, not so much; they only gave it a seventy-two, which is still like, Ooh. considered a good movie, but they didn't like it as much.
1: That's a and pretty I have to wonder: difference.
0: Did someone like, "Ooh, I'm gonna watch this new gay film," <laughs> 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 and then they watch and like, "Oh my god, this is n-
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is not what this I is signed up for." Not what Tumblr
0: told me it would be. <laughs> Like, they're just, like, seeing all those, like, fan art of him wearing rainbow flags and stuff. And then they get to this movie and they're like, what the fuck? Is,
1: <laughs> is that a bowl of worms? Is that a
0: bowl of worms? <laughs> is he eating worms?
1: <laughs> it's all a metaphor. Just lean into it. It's a
0: metaphor. <laughs> uh, Metacritic gives it an 86, which is pretty darn good. Yeah, it's good. Um, and the vast majority of all the newspapers, all the big reviewers, they give it really excellent scores. Um, and really awesome reviews. There's only a couple bad viewer revu- reviews that I found. Um, and they're kind of funny. Like
1: in newspapers and stuff like that?
0: No, just like, you know, people complaining on the internet because they're oh, bored.
1: Sure. sure. And because they didn't get it.
0: One person gives it a zero out of 100. Why? <laughs> and they say, quote, absolute garbage. <laughs> Okay. Wouldn't recommend to anyone. The start made it seem okay. Then it got progressively boring. The monster, in quotations, was so boring. I literally just finished watching, and I think I need a nap so bad. Only watch if you're bored. Oh, yeah. And how's how that got 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Bruh.
1: I, I don't know. Whenever... I don't know. They just didn't get it. I feel like those are the reviews from people who are like, oh, it's a horror movie. And then if Godzilla doesn't like pick up a building in it, Mm -hmm. they're disappointed.
0: Well, and so here's there's an even better review. And I'm going to I'm going to read this one as is. I'm not going to insert punctuation where it where it was not given to me. (laughs) And I will not be correcting grammar. Okay, so here it is. (laughs) (laughs) They give it a five out of 100, which I think is a super specific number. Mm-hmm. Like, it's basically a zero, but they're like, eh, throw it a couple of points. <laughs> okay, so they say, the Babadook movie wasn't bad movie, but wasn't good, too. The director, Jennifer Kent, did a great job horror movie directed by a woman. <laughs> and she had a really small budget to do that. I mean, really small, but she get it. <laughs> it's kind <of laughs> it's kind of horror film that's not scary, because the kills are monsters scary sound, it's kind of psychological horror that get under your skin. The movie drawn you in some kind of psycho atmosphere, which is very good for horror movies. Maybe in a few moments this of the movie. This sounds
1: like a good review. <laughs> so far. Yeah,
0: they're, so far they've only complimented. Maybe in a few moments of the movie, I get bored and uninterested, and the name Babadook, that make me laugh. I mean... <laughs> Seriously, what is the most scary name they came up with? But whatever. I have a great time with that movie. I'm not sure why it, it Bob it because it's good movie or it's because I was high as fuck. But that's my opinion.
1: I think it's because they high as fuck. Is what <laughs> I think,
0: I, um, Smile at and T. I I think you're a high as fuck. And I think you still were when you wrote I think this review. You were. <laughs>
1: Because that was a pretty good review for a they 5%. <laughs> they are
0: like, I don't know, like got in my skin and stuff. Dick's kind of a funny name, though. It made me laugh. God, that was good.
1: That's a beautiful review.
0: And honestly, I think that's all the review you need. That is members. all
1: you need. Get under your skin. I mean, it good movie.
0: <laughs> it good movie. I Watch this movie while work. high. That's. I think that's what we took away from this. <laughs> I think
1: this. that's what we learned. Well, thank you, Smiley (laughs) AT&T, for your insight. For insights.
0: All right, let's get into this movie.
1: Let's get in.
0: Let's get into it. Well, so, oh my God. I'm also going to, I'm going to just tell people right now. So we planned on recording this a month ago, like we were supposed to. And we did. We did record this a month ago. And Kate fucked up the audio. I'm so sorry. I haven't seen this movie for a month. I I
1: didn't mess it up. I didn't. It was my machine. Anyways,
0: technology is against
1: us. (laughs) Kate Good. Kate
0: Good. And here I am now under a sheet recording (laughs) recording this again. It's fine.
1: I can only see half of Chris's face because he's (laughs) under a
0: sheet. It's too echoey in my room. Okay, so it starts out with this woman named Amelia and her deeply troubled six-year-old son Samuel. Mm-hmm. Um, they live it's just the two of them in probably the saddest grayest house you've ever seen in your life like if you imagine yeah. the house that the guy lives in in Despicable Me that's their house like, no it's,
1: that house is fun
0: no before it gets fun when it's all black and like just boring and sad
1: there are no minions in this movie there
0: are no minions in this movie <laughs> <laughs> hate to disappoint although the Babadook is a little bit like one of the purple ones from the second one but in any event <laughs> It's like a super sad sort of house. It's super gray. It's super, you know, it's just. You you are, can,
1: this house really bummed you out. It was
0: designed <laughs> by someone with depression. You know, they, they're <laughs> really laying it on. <laughs>
1: they're laying it pretty heavy.
0: And we learned pretty quickly that um, Amelia's husband, um, apparently his name's Oscar, but I don't remember it being mentioned. But in any they event. They don't. Um, they die. He died during a car crash. Um, that he was driving Amelia to the hospital to give birth to her son, Samuel. And that's when her husband died. And so basically she's sort of been in a funk ever since.
1: Yeah. He was decapitated in front of her eyes.
0: Right. So it wasn't. So yeah. Like, in a funk.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: she's in a funk. A little upset about it. And that, so that's sort of like the setup for why the Babadook so quote unquote comes into her life. Why, mm-hmm. um, why depression sort of takes over her life is because she lost her husband in a horribly traumatic way. And now she's stuck with this son who is very troubled. And we, we learned pretty quickly that the son is troubled because he sees a boogeyman under his bed mm-hmm. and in his closet. And, but it's not the boogeyman.
1: Baba Duke.
0: Baba Duke.
1: That was pretty good.
0: Thank you. I've been practicing. It was, was real good. I did it for pride, real, the yeah. past
1: month. Good
0: job. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: So Sam is he's making these military grade and weapons. weapons. Yeah, like these catapults, these little backpack catapults that are really impressive. But these very unsafe weapons because he's saying he needs to fight this monster. And he makes and a crossbow. Yes, he, he So does I make mean this crossbow. is a deeply
0: intelligent six year old, okay Yes. He made a he made a catapult that you can strap onto your back.
1: And took it to school.
0: And, oh my god. And this poor this poor mom. Like you can tell that Parenting this child must be two full-time jobs. Yes. But she still loves him, and she still defends him when, like, his teachers say that he's weird and all that.
1: Yeah, and that he can't bring his catapult to And that he can't, yeah, he can't bring
0: <laughs> weapons to school.
1: <laughs> anyway, about this time, um, Sam is like, I can't sleep, per usual, can you read me a story? Mm-hmm. And so Mom goes and gets a pop-up book from the shelf that she doesn't remember. So she's like, okay, cool, it says Mr. Babadook on it. Yeah, and she's she reads like, I did it.
0: not buy this book. And he's like, I picked the book.
1: They pull out this book and mom's reading it. And it's this cute little rhymey book. Is it cute? It is at first. It's I think it's
0: terrifying cute. from the beginning.
1: I, it's it's cute. Like, you know. It's, it's like, all oh, the
0: jagged a... letters.
1: <laughs> okay, maybe.
0: About something maybe. that like won't leave you alone and is like with you when you sleep.
1: Well, not. Okay. I'm not a parent. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't say what is or isn't I've, appropriate. I would read this to my to read child. To a child. <laughs> well it it it, I don't know I think it's okay there's like this demon that pops out okay it's not great so is reading it to the kid it gets worse it gets more apparently worse but she's kind of like already reading it so she just keeps going and it's like oh there's this guy in your closet can't get rid of the Babadook you'll hear him once hear him twice you can see him if you look you'll hear three knocks and then you'll hear the Babadook and then it gets darker and darker and she stops reading it and it's just flipping through the book, and it's talking about, like, it, you can't escape him, and he's going to, like, get up in your face and eat you Right,
0: much. and so Samuel did not sleep that night either. Yeah, okay. it, like,
1: smash cuts to her, like, trying to read, like, The Three Little Pigs, and, and Samuel, like, like sobbing.
0: <laughs> it's really yeah. not good at all. It's but not good. Kind of fun is that when this movie, um, the movie had a big campaign where you could buy a, a handmade copy of this pop-up book. For only oh, $80. Yeah.
1: God, I bet it's like 800 now.
0: Well, they sold 9,500 books. And the first 2,000 of those were um, signed by Jennifer Kent. <gasps> really? So I don't know how much that goes for, but...
1: I'm looking it up right now. Hold on. You can... Mm, you really can't find it. It's written on Goodreads. Oh, my God. (laughs) It has 4.5 out of 5. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) I'm now questioning Goodreads.
1: Let me see. Let me go on eBay. That is very cheap. Oh, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was just looking at shipping. It is, in fact, $825. And
0: you know what? I guarantee a couple years ago it was way cheaper.
1: I bet it was. And
0: now that it's Before such a, the
1: damn gays ruined the it. The gays
0: ruined it. You make... Uh, Ugh. <laughs> that's why we can't have nice things.
1: This is part of their agenda. This is
0: the gay... This is the gay agenda, people.
1: <laughs> anyway. So she, like... What does she do? Does she tear up the book or does she... She tears it up. Yeah, or well, she throws it away.
0: Yeah. So... Yeah. She just throws it in the garbage can.
1: But then some strange sounds start happening in the house... She's eating soup and she finds glass in her food. And she's like, Samuel, what the actual hell? And he's like, it's not me. It's the Babadook. And she's like, oh, you're messed up. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's I like, thought she's you like, were.
0: You, my son just put broken glass in my. Sleep.
1: Yeah. She's like, I am here. And my boy is about to push me here. Right. Yeah. With this glass in my bisque. <laughs> and she's and she's doing her best. But like she works two jobs and he's in school catapulting people right. and she's just doing the best she can I mean she's working so, constantly
0: her, her 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 son is tormenting children at school we quickly learn that she's obviously an insomniac yes and as the movie goes on she gets worse and worse and worse and it's just like it's really it's hard, hard to watch. watch and it's really mm-hmm. hard to like I'm amazed she didn't break so much sooner yeah. I would have
1: broken at the my husband getting decapitated right yeah that would do it for me too yeah <laughs> that would be my line mm-hmm as if this wasn't bad enough, her sister's kid is kind of a little shit. So she goes to a birthday party and brings Sam for Sam's little cousin, Ruby. Ruby's actively bullying Sam about not having a dad. No, she's a bitch. And so Sam, like, pushes her out of the treehouse. But she ends up, like, breaking her nose or dislocating her shoulder. Whatever. She's crying a bunch. Mm-hmm. So now her sister's like, you can't have your son around me.
0: Right. And, like, all, the, all these other moms at this party were, like, so catty towards her oh and yeah so like it's, it's not like they were like overtly they were doing that thing where they're backhandedly insulting you for like not getting over the death of your husband and having a disrelease on
1: mm-hmm.
0: that yeah they were great people
1: oh they're great, they're so delight- great. Oh. oh and also her pediatrician this whole time she's going to the pediatrician and saying my son's not sleeping like can you give me anything and he's like you know try to adjust his schedule whatever mm-hmm. and now like it took coming home from the party and her son like straight up Having a meltdown like a seizure or something, Mm -hmm. and going to the physician, being like, "Neither of us have slept in days," and so he gives her some sedatives. Right. Thank God.
0: Thank God, but oh my God, because then, as the movie sort of progresses, we see that the only way that she can sleep is if she like like really zogs out her son, and he clearly doesn't like it. Like he doesn't. He's not on board for it. Yeah and after a while she's not really sleeping anyways you know she spends a lot of time just like watching tv at night watching weird tv and
1: weird babadook starts
0: like forcing himself into her life right yeah um and at some point she gets another copy of the of the pop-up book
1: yeah she hears a knock on on the door
0: yeah yeah the the knock 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 actually it was right after she got the phone call right
1: yes it was
0: yes so she, so she gets a horrifying phone call from the boat, from the Babadook, which I did Babadook. not care for and I did not expect. Yes, and then she gets another copy of the book, which she had previously torn up, and but this time it's different. It's worse, and it's worse, and it shows these scenes of her getting worse and worse, and the Babadook's over her bed instead of the sun's, and then it shows her doing awful things like um, strangling their dog. And then killing yes. her son and then killing herself.
1: Slitting her own throat.
0: And it's just like, holy fuck.
1: Yes. And so that's when she burn- burns the book and she goes to the police about the phone call and that she's being stalked. And the police and were like, okay, so can helpful you prove and they fixed
0: it? everything and uh, everything's fine.
1: The end. JK, you cannot trust the police. <laughs> they were s- like, do you have proof?
0: Oh my God. She's like, I'm being stalked. Like she takes the rational approach to this and like there's someone calling me and leaving this awful book in my house and like, I assume it's some sort of weird, creepy person. And the cops are like, well, do you have the book?
1: She's like, no, I burned it because it's demonic. Yeah,
0: she's like, no. And they're like, well, can't help you, ma'am. And it's just, ma'am. Oh, my God. But then she sees like, oh, a it's coat awful. rack with like a coat and a hat and gloves. And it's like it's the Babadook, right, in the background. It's so the Babadook. God, that scared me.
1: Yeah, because you don't expect it I to be in not a ready for that. well-lit police station. No. But it's just like, you can't get rid of me.
0: You can't, no matter where you go. Can't get
1: rid of the Dick. And so she's like, all right, cool. I'm just going to go home. And so she just goes home and like locks all the doors and all the windows. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of starts going stir crazy.
0: Yeah, we spiral real quick.
1: Yes. And so, because there's no one intervening anymore. She doesn't have anyone at work checking in on her. The neighbor can't check in on her. Her sister's mm-hmm. decided that she doesn't care about her anymore because she hit her precious little brat. Right. And so it's just her, and she's, like, not going to work, and Samuel's not going to school, and she's just giving him sedatives and sitting down and watching this creepy TV.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the, the bug scenes. I can't handle the bug scenes. Like, the, the fake cockroaches oh, yeah. coming out of the wall.
1: Yeah, that's right. Oh, my
0: God. And these social workers who occasionally visit, and they're like, how are you doing? And she's like, been better, but... Um. <laughs> not too bad (laughs) not
1: too bad (laughs) oh
0: my gosh
1: it's just really really rough and again hard to watch and so samuel is just like being a kid like you know he's in the basement like playing with his dad's things and you know doing his little magic tricks which is really endearing and really cute Mm -hmm. and like the mom comes and like finds out and like starts freaking out at him and like like yelling at him Mm -hmm. and saying he's being disobedient and disrespectful and um she keeps just, again, spiraling and spiraling. She starts to get violent. Like, she finds her son is afraid of her and tries to call their little old lady neighbor. Right. And she finds out and she goes and she, like, takes picks up a butcher knife and, like, cuts the phone line.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. She, like, this is where she, yeah. like, truly snaps.
1: And she locks all the doors, which is a big like it's a big deal for when you're a kid. You can't reach those locks. You can't do anything. Yeah,
0: he's stuck now. She might as
1: well have put you in handcuffs, kid. Like you cannot do anything. And she severed the phone lines, and um, she's like waving the knife at her kid, and it it, ugh, it gets really bad.
0: And then he he stabs her.
1: Yeah. So this is actually a cool I So this movie is really good because, and this is something I like about horror movies in general. It used a lot of practical effects rather than CGI and like right. things like that. So the stabbing of the leg, which really bothered me when I watched it, it's like a very, like, you kind of touch your thigh whenever you watch it.
0: Yeah. It's, well, because it's not like they imply that he stabbed her. They show you.
1: No, they show like, you. And It's like, oh, God. <laughs> they don't prep you for it either. It's just like, and it's like, just like whoa, out <laughs> Whoa. So what, what they did got for some that, skills. Sammy's done. They they had uh, a a lamb of, a leg of lamb, mm-hmm. and they wrapped it in like some skin colored fabric and like stabbed it over and over again until and they're like all right whenever it's this temperature then we stab it and so then they got another leg of lamb and so yeah that's actually a close up scene of butchered meat oh my god but they got gotcha, you I mean so. it looks
0: I mean it looked pretty accurate and it, it was, looks really real I did not like it it was very scary because yeah it was just sort of sudden and then you know like shit's got real now right. Like yes. the mom has been stabbed, so things can't get better now.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And so like she's chasing him through the halls, and then we have this weird exorcism type moment.
1: Well, she she goes into at what point does she go downstairs and see her husband?
0: Well, she sees her husband upstairs.
1: Oh, is that what it is? Oh, that's when she runs downstairs, yes.
0: Right. But that's after so they're having a horrifying thing, right? And he knocks her unconscious. I can't remember how he did it though.
1: <gasps> it was one of his little toys, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and then so so he, she's like gone full on demon possession, right? Mm-hmm. He knocks her unconscious. No, he knocks her unconscious um, when he runs into the basement. We need to and she slips figure and out falls what's and happening. We're her a head. mess. Yeah, no, she <laughs> she smacks her head against the the um, board when she's like falling down the staircase into the mm-hmm. basement, and then he like. He's like, all right, well, I've already stabbed my mother, so might as well commit further. Ties her up. Yeah. Right? And so then she's like going through this weird, like, demonic thing, screaming. Very conjuring esque. It is. And it's super scary. And he's like calling out to her and he's like, Mom, this isn't you. This is the Babadook. Like, let me save you. And then she just vomits like a huge pile of black material. And Mm it's so gross. Gross. But that was like, you know, the Babadook leaving her body and supposedly. you feel
1: like the music's gonna swell and it's gonna be great yeah you she think things over. are better now you think it's good so she runs over and she picks up her son and she's hugging him and sets him down and she's like well what's wrong what's wrong and he just goes you can't get rid of the Duck."
0: and then something like grabs him and pulls yes! him up the staircase
1: ah <laughs> it's awful
0: and so then we have the big battle so to speak mm-hmm. between the mom and the Babadook. And so it's in the bedroom and Samuel screaming. Cause that's all he does. That's, what, um, that's his
1: acting choice.
0: And that's his acting choice. And then the Babadook like takes the manifestation of her late husband, which is, you know, so fucked. It's clever. It's clever. And that's exactly what depression would do. Yeah. But Oh my God, it's awful. We see the husband. Decapitated in front of her. Oh, it's
1: bad. And again, it shows you.
0: Yeah, and she's like talk. He's like talking to her, saying, you know, like.
1: Oh, it looks like rain.
0: Yeah, and she's like, and she's like, shut up! Like you are not my husband. And she goes off, and like she finally sort of figures it out
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that she's like all the power that the Babadook has over me is the power that I've given it. The power that I've given it by. Denying its existence in the first place, because that was part of the original poem, like or the second poem, like the more you deny me, the stronger I get, kind of thing. And then,
1: the Babadook takes off down the stairs and goes to the basement and shuts the door.
0: Yeah, because she like screams at it, and she's like, You're, yeah. "This is my house," and like, "You don't get this is your, my house. You don't call the you don't call the shots around here." And the, it was such a good scene.
1: It was really powerful because she's like holding Sam, and it's she really like, finally takes ownership over the
0: situation, mm-hmm. which she wasn't able to do before. But now that she, like, sees the Babadook for what it is, she's like, no, you're not real. You're, like, just my fucked-up memories of bad mm-hmm. things that happened to me.
1: And now we finally get the happy horror movie ending.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's sunlight. We're having, like, a tea party in the garden. She's not trying to strangle Sam. Yeah, and, and they're we, like-
0: we did skip s- strangling Sam. We did skip um, during her mangled bit. She does kill the dog. Oh As yeah, Oops. the Babadook predicted. Does the dog she she outright strangles the dog because it's barking at her because the dog doesn't like. It can tell that she, she's messed up. So yeah. yeah, if if you didn't want to watch a movie with a dead dog, don't watch this movie.
1: And also, just a plug for this is this is a movie that Chris taught me about. Does the dog Die.com. Yeah. This is the movie that Chris and I kind of started to become friends.
0: Yeah, it is. This we is didn't the movie talk that about that kind of brought us together.
1: Yeah, it is. So this we whenever we were at vet camp. We're just going to call it that. We were,
0: I hate that we call it that.
1: <laughs> we were at a veterinary leadership conference for research. Yes, that's better. <laughs> and we were living in a dorm together, or a frat, a house, frat house. <laughs> we were living in a frat house together, and I was watching this movie in the living room, and Chris came by and was like, "Oh, what are we watching?" And I'm like, "Babadook horror movie," and he's like, "Nope, bye." But before he left, he there was a dog, obviously on the screen, a cute little fluffy dog, mm-hmm. and he's like does the dog die i'm like i don't know i haven't seen it he's like oh no you can find out <laughs> <laughs> and i found out in that moment i'm like this dog's going to die cuz you can go on does the dog die.com right and it'll just straight up you can look up a movie and it straight up tells you no spoilers about anything else just
0: it's just a yes or no
1: yes it does no it doesn't and
0: it, and it's it's called does the dog die.com but they've got like does the like you can pick the category so like it'll also tell you horse. if like a cat dies or a horse or any animal or if a child is abused, or if a child dies, or if there's a miscarriage, like any kind of like trigger warning trigger type thing, um, they'll just tell you yes or no. Does it happen in the movie?
1: It's really great. Website. Yeah, it's really
0: yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. If you if you if there's something you really don't want to see in a movie, like that's a good way to to screen them.
1: So Chris watched approximately five minutes of the. I watched. Five minutes?
0: I watched the part where they're in the car and they're like upset, and then bugs start pouring out of everywhere. And I stopped watching. I didn't know.
1: And um, that night, Chris slept in my room. I did
0: because I, was, I couldn't <laughs> sleep. That was all it took.
1: And that's how we became friends.
0: Yeah. And then you like terrified me about the man in your closet who I still believe in.
1: <laughs> what did I say? I was it was like.
0: You're like, I don't know. I think that there's a man in my closet.
1: That's right. I, we were like laying down. And I start telling you about this creepy man that lives in the closet.
0: Because, like, your closet was weirdly dark.
1: It was, it was, because the whole room had, like, light from the moon or from street lights or something, yeah. but the closet was just pitch black.
0: Yeah, I did just, not like, like
1: supernaturally it. Just, like, super black, yeah. I did not know. Like but the thing it. is, you couldn't leave, because then that mean you had to sleep alone.
0: I couldn't <laughs> so. leave.
1: And that's how I tricked Chris into friendship.
0: Into friendship done lovely
1: stockholm syndrome
0: anyways so yeah anyway this movie aside from the dog dying is kind of a weird for a horror movie because everyone else lives everyone Everyone else lives lives. the babadook lives even the babadook lives (laughs) because you can't get rid of the babadook
1: you can't get rid of the babadook which is true and so at the end of the movie they're all having their little happy tea party and everything's great but the babadook still exists and so they're they're gathering these little earthworms and they're putting in this bowl of dirt and mom's like, well, I'll, you can feed him when you're older. Like, I need to do this. Go to the basement. The baba Joke is like, blah! She's like, it's okay. It's okay. And mm-hmm. Like, gives him a little bowl of earthworms and he goes away. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you don't cure depression, right?
0: No. You just, you, don't you manage it. You don't cure
1: it. You manage it and you understand it and you accept it. And you handle it the way that she did.
0: Yeah, you, you acknowledge its existence you take you take a compassionate angle to her, towards it and i i interpret the worms as like you know medicinal help you know like sometimes like you you sometimes you can't just manage depression with therapy and support alone sometimes you do need you know a mood modifier or something yeah because you know life sucks <laughs> you know
1: it sucks and, like sometimes and sometimes you that need babadook l- need needs, that needs that little a little snack of, yeah
0: you need a little something to help you manage and that's perfectly okay
1: that's normal
0: yeah absolutely
1: but if you um vomit black slime as a doctor i can tell you that's not normal <laughs> that
0: is not normal and i actually <laughs> don't think that mood modifiers are gonna fix that
1: <laughs> <laughs> go to an er go
0: to an er But all things considered, I think this movie is genuinely scary, um, despite its comedic popular reference. Yeah. And even William Friedkin, who um, Friedkin, uh, will never Exorcist, yeah, director of the Exorcist. um, He he was quoted saying that he has never seen a scarier movie. Oh wow! The Babadook, which that seems generous. Not that his movie was scary, but (laughs) yeah but still you know it's a it's 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 a big big name saying like a pretty huge compliment
1: well now we get to rank it
0: yes so let us let me pull up the scoreboard where are we at okay so right now our top threes um a quiet place is number one which a viewer recently told me that they did not like so we can talk about that oh
1: really Uh, okay yeah
0: quiet place is number one two is conjuring and three is oculus and then likewise our bottom three are the nun coming in at 24 because it's sorry 23 because it's garbage um then troll two because we just couldn't in right mind give it a good score (laughs) even though it was deeply enjoyable
1: even though we should all watch it
0: And Jeepers Creepers because the only thing good about that is Justin Long.
1: Oh God, he's so great. He's so good. This is still the official Justin Long fan club.
0: Oh my God! This welcome to the Justin Long. Welcome, you didn't know it.
1: (laughs) All right, um, this obviously is um, top half, so we can just skip up there.
0: Uh, hundred percent. Yeah, agreed.
1: Um. So we have A Quiet Place, The Conjuring, Oculus, American Werewolf in London, Hereditary, Scream, The Shining. Yeah.
0: It goes in there somewhere. I, I personally okay. think it's better than Hereditary because I, I did not like that movie.
1: I think Hereditary is amazing. But <laughs> I, I would say this is... Hmm. Well, what's underneath Hereditary? Scream. It's above Scream.
0: It's above Scream. It's above Hereditary. Yeah.
1: It's above Hereditary. It has more watchability to, than Hereditary Absolutely. for sure. Uh, what else? I would say, I can't put it above American Werewolf just because that's one of the best movies ever made.
0: I agree. Number five, then.
1: All right, number five. See, we don't always see, fight that we, much.
0: Sometimes we do. Okay.
1: <laughs> but, oh we do my goodness!
0: Okay. So one of our viewers. Um,
1: oh, please tell me, spill to me
0: about um, a quiet place. And let me see if I can find the messages because they were like, I disagree. I'm like, okay, tell me about it. (laughs) And apparently they just thought it was really boring.
1: Hmm.
0: And I'm just like, I just can't help but completely disagree because, yeah, (laughs) because what? It's such a good movie.
1: I don't even think I need to argue that one. That person is so outnumbered.
0: And then they were like, so, okay. So they said, I found it boring, which I can't relate to. Um, and then I, <laughs> um, and then they were like, I just didn't, I didn't. Um, why didn't Reagan realize earlier that her hearing aid could stop the aliens?
1: What the hell? That's her, a like, lot to three expect. Times.
0: I'm like, well, first, that, what the fuck? She's a child.
1: <laughs> How didn't she figure it
0: out? And she didn't notice the alien behind her the first time that it was working. Yeah, she's deaf. So really, she only figured it out off of two, t- two times.
1: I think she does a great job I think for she a was deaf 10-year-old in a post-apocalyptic world filled with monsters. Yeah, so
0: let's give her a little bit of credit, all right? All right. <laughs> so anyways...
1: I mean, everyone's opinion is valid unless you love Halloween. I'm just kidding. Old joke. Just kidding.
0: Unless you like Halloween.
1: Not opening that old wound. No. But seriously, if you guys don't like a movie or you have a different opinion or if you agree with our opinion, we love hearing about it.
0: And we might, but do realize that we might roast you a little bit if we disagree <laughs> with you. And that's okay. That's what love is. That's what That's what clubs for. do.
1: Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. It means we love you.
0: Yes. So tell them about our scoreboard, Kate.
1: Our current scoreboard is on our Tumblr, as I have said. That is nightlighthorrormovieclub.tumblr.com. We have our scoreboard, obviously, but we also have show notes for each episode as well as just fun crap that we find. Yeah, exactly.
0: And if you're interested in joining our club, congrats. You're already in it because you stayed for an entire meeting. And if you want to join more formally, it's super easy. All you have to do is hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast supplier you're listening to us on. And join us every week to month as we explore all things (laughs) horror. Um, You can also follow us on our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, where we share trivia and fun facts and um, GIFs about these movies um, all week long.
1: And don't worry, the dues aren't that bad. You can send me a Venmo at... No,
0: (laughs) it is completely free, (laughs) even though we have no money and we should definitely...
1: We have no... We are so poor.
0: But I can't in my right mind charge people for our no co- our for context. our opinion
1: send us money so we can roast you on the internet yes please <laughs> no I'm totally kidding but if you enjoyed this podcast what would mean a lot for us is um, just sending it to people who you know who would also possibly enjoy it people who like horror movies people who don't but like talking about people who like horror movies exactly. people who don't like horror movies who like talking to people who don't like horror this movies is very
0: specific now but if you're <laughs> any one of those people <laughs>
1: Which is the entire human race yeah. I have just covered just now. Yeah, go ahead and send it to them. Uh, you can also really help us out by rating us and reviewing us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you, wherever you listen to us. Uh, we'd appreciate it, and I know Chris would appreciate it, and people who find it after you appreciate it, too. So thank you so very much for doing that in advance. Yes,
0: and so now we have to pick a movie for next week week we will definitely try to do it next
1: week we will we really will but let me see when
0: no promises i
1: when does the new child's play come out
0: i don't even know what that is but i thought we tried to avoid movies that were super super new
1: yeah but it's chucky so like who cares
0: i guess that's true
1: we could take a poll all right we won't do child's play this time because i don't think it's out yet
0: so yeah we definitely
1: oh it is it is it is it's out but it, it's, like, out this week, so I'll give it a little bit of time. Yeah,
0: give it a little bit of time. I'll
1: give it some breathing room. Did you have a suggestion?
0: Um, I think we should do it, since you said that they were in a relationship.
1: <gasps> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, and also because the the second chapter is coming out now. Perfect. I sent, you, I sent you the trailer for it. I assume you did not watch it.
0: I did, and I hated it.
1: Oh, you did! Okay, the trailer for... The, it chapter two is phenomenal if you haven't seen it already definitely go check it out Excellent. i actually um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say what i how i feel about the movie so okay. i'm just gonna go watch it keep it
0: to yourself
1: i'm gonna keep it to myself all right So there you go well, that's
0: that's what we have um we're if you to watch it we're we obviously pick movies at random so if there's ever a movie that you want us to watch we are fully open to suggestions and clearly our definition of horror is fairly loose so oh, it is loose uh, so <laughs> If Troll 2 made it, anything can make it. So <laughs> throw us, a, uh, drop us a line at nightlighthorremovieclub at gmail.com or direct message us on any of our socials, and we would love to h- watch the movies that you want us to watch.
1: hmm Well, I guess that's it. Do you have any last thoughts? or?
0: Nope. Sounds good. All right.
1: Well, that concludes our weekly meeting. This is my gavel. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Baba-duke-duke. This concludes our weekly meeting, and we will see you guys next time for It. See you next time.